Hello and welcome to episode 287 of the Mark and Me podcast. As always, I'm your host Mark. Now, before we get into today's episode, you may have noticed that I've been gone for nearly two weeks. That doesn't sound long, but for me, it's been hell. I've been in hospital having a big operation on my kidney, but the good news is I'm back. I didn't like being away. I hate it because I'm always wanting to give you guys episodes as often as I can, but under strict orders, I had to relax. I had to switch off and do no podcasting, no work, and just recover. But I'm back now, and I've got so much to share with you. So on today's episode, I'm joined by Bethany Curtis from the amazing band As December Falls. I have so much respect for this band. They have no label, no management, and as we're sitting here right now, their new album, Join the Club, hit number 11 in the UK album chart, in the rock chart number one, in the indie album chart number one, and the album download chart number one, which is unbelievable. It just shows the hard work they've put in, and for me, it's just the start. They're going to get bigger, better, and my interview with Bethany today shows all this. She's amazing, and I really can't wait to share it with you. What I do want to say is this episode originally was meant to come out about a week ago, which would then help the band promote and hopefully get the album to the highest position. So it's probably because of me that they didn't hit the number 10 spot and instead that was taken by someone you may have heard of, Taylor Swift, but we'll let that one go and hey, as December falls, I apologise but the episode is here now. Before we get into the interview with me and Bethany, what I do want to do is just touch base and talk about my last episode. As you saw, I went to 2000 Trees, gave you guys 10 different interviews, they blew up, it was my most downloaded specials I've ever done from any festival, such a range of guests, the feedback was amazing and it's so good to sit there and see it all, so thank you. While I was laying there in hospital and at home resting to see these all coming through, all the feedback, all the ratings, all the retweets genuinely made me feel really positive, so thank you so much. And just before I hit the play button and give you the interview, I want to give a big shout out to the sponsor of the podcast, Richer Sounds. Without those guys, this podcast couldn't continue. And each and every month, because of those guys, I get to host the podcast on all these different platforms. So if you're in the market for a TV, a Sonos system or anything to do with AV, go on richersounds.com. Right, that's enough from me. Let's get to the interview. Here's me and Bethany Curtis from As December Falls talking all things music. So Beth, thank you for joining me today on the Mark and Me podcast. Oh, do not mention it. I'll, I'll be here anytime. <laughs> well, I'll hold you to that and then we'll, do an, we'll end up doing like a weekly podcast. But um, <laughs> what I like to do with all guests that come on the podcast is give a listener the idea of how it all came about. So let's take it right back to the very start. When you were a kid, can you remember those first CDs that you bought or maybe saved up with um, with pocket money or handed down from friends or family that made you fall in love with music? Oh, Absolutely. Um, so the, well, one of the first CDs I remember being given as a gift, it was my eighth birthday and my oldest sister bought me two hymn CDs. And wow. for, honestly, I think I was more metal as a child than I am now. It's ridiculous. <laughs> um, so I remember listening to those on repeat 
And then a short while later, when my mum was like, hey, my daughter really likes rock music. I remember she sort of made me my own CD and she'd put all these different songs on. So there was like Blink-182, Paramore, My Chem, and then it suddenly switched to me. I was like Slipknot, Breaking Benjamin, all these crazy bands. So me as an eight-year-old, I genuinely think that's where my love of rock music was born from because that's when I got shown it. And that's when I was like, you know what? Bill Vallow is cool as hell. This is what I want to do. He's been on the podcast and he is as nice and kind and likable as you hope he is. He's such a beautiful guy. Oh, I love that so much. I um, met him for the first time um, a couple of weeks ago. And I've, honestly, I don't really fangirl, but I, was, I couldn't say anything. I was just like, you, I've, you've literally been an inspiration to me for all these years. I don't even know what to say. Um, so I just kind of got a quick pick and I was like, hey, you're great you've literally inspired me through life so thank you for being awesome and he was absolutely lovely he was like he he genuinely just put his arm around me and he was like everything's cool like it's been so lovely meeting you and it was very polite and lovely and everything that you'd want when you meet someone who has been that much of an inspiration for you I love that at the age of eight you had these amazing bands um, and I miss those days of like a CD being made up of really cool tracks that you could then inspire. I know people do playlists now on Spotify, but I do miss making a CD for someone or receiving a CD of just great tunes and discovering those bands then that you fall in love with. Yes, absolutely. But those were the days. You know, it was It was always nice because you could just, it was a way to show everyone what kind of music you like so you had like your friends in the car or something and you're like ah this is what we're having on today but it's also a way of sort of giving someone an actual gift that they would they like yeah of course it's so personalized it's um details gone into it thoughts gone into it there's a reason why you chose certain songs and um i think i sound like a granddad but i think people will miss those days now because it's just not the same as just sending a link to a playlist yeah it's not it's not quite the same I remember writing on it with Bic Pen as well and doing like all the little writing and the bands and the song names and making like a little artwork to put in like a CD inlay. Yeah, no, absolutely. I remember having all of these like coloured CD pens and I'd like draw all of these like little music notes all over them. It was, yeah. Oh God, we sound like a gran and granddad now and everyone's like, who are these two talking about this? This is insane. Yeah, absolutely. We're we're definitely showing our age in this podcast. (laughs) But you had some incredible foundations there, really heavy as well, like you said. And what was those kind of moments that you remember as going to see a band live? Because I talk about this too much because every episode I talk about it myself. But Mm -hmm. I was really lucky as a kid. I went to see um, Green Day on their Dookie tour and I was blown away absolutely blown away and it made me want to pick up a guitar it made me want to be in a band it made me want to just be Billy Joe Armstrong for the rest of my life so what were those kind of first gigs that you went to that kind of left that impression because listening to heavy bands like that surely your first gig wasn't something like Slipknot or something oh no 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 no. I I only actually recently saw those for the first time but um no I remember my first two gigs very vividly because I was slightly older when I went to my first gigs I think I was uh, I want to say like 14 when I went for my first gig and believe it or not that gig was Paramore so amazing 
you will see well it's clear how that's inspired me like she is a hell of a front woman and I remember that show I remember I remember every song they played I remember what they did how she moved and from that moment is when I fell in love and it was actually from that show that when I went into doing my GCSEs and things, I chose to do music as one of my subjects. Um, and that's from seeing that show. So that was really cool. Um, and my second show uh, was Enter at Rock wow. City. Wow, my God. Yeah. Huge. Huge, huge fan, huge, huge fan of that. Um, and also it was my first time in Rock City, which is obviously a very, very epic venue in, in Nottingham. So that was incredible. And I remember from that time I was like I really want to play on that stage that is going to be immense and with it being Shikari obviously I was kind of on the barrier so I was not in the pits or anything but I remember the first time seeing everyone moshing and just falling around the place and I was like what is that what is happening is this normal and um I was with my sister and she was like no it's fine like this is what people do at gigs I was like okay <laughs> What what an amazing starting point because they're two bands literally one of my favourite bands and I've had Rao on here from Enter Shikari and I saw them at Slam Dunk and the way they've evolved and got bigger and better each time like the world is theirs right now they've had their number one album they work so hard they do it all themselves if there's anyone out there that inspires to be like a band I would pick Enter Shikari because they've just done it beautifully for for over probably fifteen years now. Oh, absolutely. They, well, they are inspiring. And the fact that they are a, a becoming like an independent DIY band is just, it's crazy to say that they're doing that. And yet they are headlining Slumdunk. And it was a show. It was such a huge show, that production. Um, it was, it was crazy. Like, yeah, they're definitely, they're one of my top three bands in the whole whole world of music so and i don't mind admitting it people um know this but paramore my favorite band probably of all time i love thrice i love deftones but paramore have got something embedded in me that i i think hayley williams is probably the greatest front woman in any band i think the energy she has i think the songwriting the lyrics how raw she is the fact she could just drop two solo albums during the pandemic and I just saw Paramore only a few weeks ago and I've never seen a band evolve and they've got more musicians and the music is is just unbelievable. And I could talk about them forever. Like to inspire to be someone like Hayley Williams is just is the dream. Oh, absolutely. Honestly, if you want to do just a podcast talking about Hayley Williams, I'll be right here, right, right behind you. I'm trying to get her on. She's right. I've had Joey. I've had uh, Zach from the band, but I've not had Hayley yet. But um, wow. her songwriting and that. Oh, God, the last album is just blowing my mind. Every time I listen to it, I'm hearing new stuff. Figure Eight is just one of the best songs I've heard in a very long time. So uh, I'm really excited just to basically hopefully get to see him again. Not too long in the dis- in the near future. No, um, but no, they are crazy. And yeah, I've, I love their last album. It was absolutely incredible. To me, I like the fact that when they do their shows, it, they always do nod to the past, but also this is where we are. This is where we've got to. Yeah. Um, it's very much as I feel like our fans have grown with us. I feel like me as a fan of Paramore has, have grown with Paramore as well. So I think that's really cool. I remember reading a interview with Hayley Williams somewhere. I can't remember where. And she said that she was writing her lyrics and reading them back 
and then she suddenly thought to herself am I okay like is this like is this happening um do do I need therapy and I love that so much because so many times I do the exact same thing I'll start writing I'll get the lyrics out and I'll read it back and I'll go that's just came from inside my brain like is that is that okay but no songwriting is literally therapy to me so do do you feel like when you're writing songs it's like a diary that you're sharing with the world as a entry because lyrics are so personal to somebody and admitting you have problems or you're struggling or you've gone through depression or you've had really bad times like Hayley Williams has but lets the whole world into that do you feel like you're publishing your diary for the whole world every time you release a new song absolutely obviously it it does vary song to song but yes I'm a very I'm a very personal writer so I do write about things that I've been through I write about things that I'm feeling and it does make you feel very very vulnerable um like the whole world is sort of reading you as an open book and you don't know like am I being judged for that or are people actually which is what I think is happening are people seeing that and going I'm so glad you're talking about this and getting it out there in a way that I've always found that with As December Falls, we do touch on very serious topics, but we do it in a way where we say we're going to get through it, though. We're all going to do this together. It's going to be fine. And that's what I love about us songwriting, because it's never I'm sad and this is it. It's yeah, I'm feeling sad, but it's going to be like everyone gets sad. It's going to be fine. We're going to get through this and it's all going to be okay. So how does it feel at the moment? Because you've just literally come away from playing Download Festival, which, you know, celebrated its 20th anniversary. I was there. I thought it was one of the best RAN festivals. The sun didn't stop shining. The lineup was immense. And everyone's seemed to be having the best party of their life. And I thought the atmosphere was just unbelievable. But to actually be involved, looking at that, listing the poster with some incredible legends on there you know alexis on fire metallica all these amazing bands that you probably listened to as a kid and you kind of got to share the bill with them you look at that poster and your name's on there you've you've been part of history yeah uh, what a year for us to make our debut at download it was yeah it was insane like honestly um i found this year the lineup was i'd say more diverse i feel like they had much more pop punk bands rather than it just being metal and obviously we all love Metallica they're epic like who who doesn't want to go see them but the fact that they had sort of like set it off us Red Hook like all of these Stand Atlantic Hot Milk like all of those kind of bands on which I don't think you normally see at download so I found it incredible I thought it was a really diverse year I thought it was a brilliant year I think they did it so well everything was perfect um being a part of that I don't think we could quite believe our eyes so um we were on just after Red Hook um and obviously we we love the guys in Red Hook so we were watching them play and we were like look how crazy it is look she's dived into the crowd it's so fun and then it got to our turn and suddenly the nerves hit and I'm like oh no what's happening um I'm very much before any show, any show, every show, I get very, very nervous. It hits me like an absolute brick. So I was just stood there backstage listening to, we had the Strangers playlist playing. It was like Barbie Girl, 5678, Banger Boys. That's all amazing. Playing. 
tent and I looked out and just saw a whole sea of like emo kids dancing to flipping boom 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 and it was oh <laughs> it was crazy but I absolutely loved that and it's one of my favorite things that I saw at the in my day at the festival it was so cool and then as soon as I walked out though like our tent geez like we could see people still trying to cram their way in from all of the sides it was it was intense but it was incredible and then it all hits you you're there and you're in the moment and it's just insane like they were with me on every single word every everything that came out our mouth when we were announcing all these things they were like yes that is insane and it's what you dream of it's one of those shows that but we have dreamed of playing for years and years and years and years and to finally get there and it'd be that epic and there'd be that many people coming to see little old socially anxious me like it's it's crazy that feeling what do you do in your head because I'm I'm hearing that and I'm feeling nervous and having like anxiety inside me and I'm not you that had to do it then to go on stage so you said the moment you came on it kind of all the nerves went because you're in the moment do you kind of just get lost does your mind just not even consciously think about it are you just like kind of like living this dream in the moment kind of I would I would say that there is very much sort of a regular Beth that you're talking to now just very normal and then there's my stage Beth which it's still me, but I'm confident and I know what I'm doing. Whereas in everyday life, I do not want know what I'm doing at all. Um, no one of, does. Don't worry. We all just blag yeah, it every day. As, as many of us don't. Um, so as soon as I take these first few steps on stage, I always think, right, I know my intro track. I know my first lines. And then as soon as I've got past that, that's when I can then actually focus on the sea of people like who's in the front row who's recording who's doing what's going on on this stage but yeah definitely for those first few minutes I tend to kind of just go out have a little run around see what's happening lay out of the stage what am what am I going to do make sure that my legs are actually holding me up and <laughs> it's exciting and the best part is you haven't got to wait too long before going back out there i mean it's november and in a few months you know the, the year is flying and you start with this big epic tour across europe and then you're coming back to the beautiful uk and you've got gigs in sort of bristol glasgow birmingham london ireland and it's great because correct me if i'm wrong but is this your biggest ever headline tour yes this is our biggest one to date and that um, must be that must be amazing to kind of know that you're ending the year on such a high oh at absolutely it's so we did a tour last year and I remember just the feeling from that we were all like this is incredible look at what we've done here but this one it's it's bigger it's longer there's so many more dates we're hitting so many more places and I'm I'm so excited because of the year we've had like the last month alone we've won a hma we've played download festival we've got this album coming out we're registered for charting like there's all this happening for us and i feel like that tour is just going to be it's just going to be sort of a mass celebration of all the things that we have done this year and we're going to get to celebrate with so many people because we're going to so many places and yeah that's it's going to be insane but it's going to be fun and you talked then about the new album, Join the Club, which is out in July, which is, again, not too far now. 
Um, mm. When was this recorded? Was it last year? Yes, we recorded it last year in the uh, summer. That's always good. And what's it been like kind of sat on that album for nearly a year, waiting, anticipating, getting for the right time for it to come out, making sure that everything's in place? How's it kind of felt? Because you must be really eager the moment it's kind of pressed and you've got it in your hand like, I want the world to have it now. Oh, absolutely. I'm absolutely terrible. Whenever we write anything, I'm. we have um, quite a big Patreon group and they're all super involved with everything we do. So as in we've been sending them different versions of music videos and being like, vote which one you like, because we, we can't decide like which one. Um, but I'm really bad. Every time I go in that group and we have sort of our monthly Zoom calls and things with everyone, I'll be like, can we show them another song from the album? And the rest of the band are like, no, like stop showing everyone. Like they've got to have something to look forward to. And it That's hilarious. Oh, but no, I'm, I'm absolutely awful. As soon as we write anything, I'm like, who can I send this to who... I know isn't going to leak it and it's going to be as excited as myself about it coming out because obviously the person who's going to be the most excited is our amazing fan base but I can't share everything with them all the time and it makes me so sad um but yeah we've been working our absolute I'm not going to swear um off but <laughs> you worked your asses off you can say fuck you can say whatever you want on this podcast it's fine um, brilliant love that um yeah we have been absolutely working our asses off we put our blood sweat and tears into every single song it's one of those where we we've released so many singles and it's it's not even all the songs that we haven't chosen are still single worthy in my eyes like it's that's definitely, awesome yeah like i don't want to say all killer no filler but yeah that's what I believe on this album. Um, it's one where every single song, I like them all for different reasons. They've all got amazing lyrics that I've put a lot into. They, they're all just great. You can, some of them you can dance to, some of them you can have a cry to, some of them you can mosh to. It's, it's a lot of everything and there's something for everyone on there. And has it been really cool getting these new songs into the set list and kind of trying them out to see how the crowd reacts? I know you've got a great following, you've got an amazing patreon community you're very hands-on with your fans which is amazing and there's not that like huge barrier between you but mm. introducing new songs is sometimes risky because people want to hear the hits and people want to be like play your singles but i liked it that when i saw paramore they started drifting in more and more songs from the new album and before you knew it everyone was singing every single word after a few nights so how's it feel getting join the club tracks incorporated into a solid set list of singles that people want to hear anyway oh no it's it's going to be very exciting. So far, we've only played, da, 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 I want to say we've played three of our tracks live. Yeah. So Mayday, Carousel, and Alive. Those have came out. So far, they've gone down very, very well, especially Mayday and Carousel. Like people, people love that because obviously we do have some of our heavy tracks anyway, but these ones, they're the ones that hit. They're the ones that people want to run around and circle pit to and have, have the time of their lives. Um, I'm definitely excited for the UK tour. We have started sort of planning which ones we think we want to do off the album. We have not practiced them yet, so who knows what's going to happen. Um, but we're getting them in there. I'm very excited. We're, we are taking sort of a Paramore standpoint of you're going to hear our classics because that everyone wants to hear the classics. Like You can't go to an As A Summer Fall show and not hear Ride. Like Everyone will be like, what, what's going on? Like Why has this song not been played? Um, so they're, they're absolutely going to hear that. And it's things like we're not going to stop playing No Money because it's, it's a little fan favourite that goes on between us and the crowd. Um, we're actually bringing back one of our 
very very old songs because we get requested for it all the time but we keep going no 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 no, no we're not doing it and I think they finally sort of they win yes they they've won in this instance after all the after all these years we're finally bringing it back so that they can they can hear it again but we've got we've got a hell of a lot of songs coming from this album but I just <coughs> I wouldn't be putting them in if I wasn't 100% confident that I know that they are going to love them I yeah. just I could I can see it I can feel it I've got I'm manifesting it they're going to love this album so <laughs> and how cool is it that you're taking dream state out with you that band were amazing I love the lineup change I love the bravery they've come back with and everyone is now absolutely loving them uh we we love dream state like as in we've known we've known Jake for years now um because his other band Glassheart we went on tour with them so we already knew them pretty well and then Jesse, she I've never met her in real life yet but she's already messaged me we're talking it's uh I think we're going to be fast friends me and Jesse are so that's really fun and I'm very excited about that I'm excited whenever I make any friends who are females in the music industry because it's just it's rare to come by to be honest so you know what when I arranged podcasts and your name come through I said to myself I'm so glad because I love my podcast. I'm very passionate about it. I'm really proud of it. But when I keep looking at all the artwork on Spotify, it's just a sausage fest. I'm like, there's too many men. Like, there's literally, it's too much. And I'm all for trying to change that and get the dynamic better. And it's so good that when I was at Download, there's a lot more female-fronted bands or bands with females in. And I'm I'm really kind of always trying to blow the horn for people and, and try and get people to stop being ignorant and just being like, oh, I hope Paramore is a female. I'm like, have you heard yeah. Hayley Williams' voice? Like, you know, she's, you know, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah I'm r- right here with you. Um, but yeah, so we're very excited. So we, again, I love all the new Dream State songs. I love I love old Dream State songs. I, I, I like Dream State. I love them. I've listened to them for years. We actually, a very strange turn of events. I want to say it was definitely pre-covid so i'm not i'm not actually sure the exact year but we actually supported dream state on one of their shows how cool and is now, that and now it's sort of spun around and they've obviously reworked it they're coming up as another diy independent band so it's really cool that we're that we're now sharing this build together and it's it's going to be super fun i'm i'm absolutely stoked to have them with us and what i normally do on the podcast i feel like what i like to do is get people on give the listeners out there an introduction so today they'll leave hopefully checking out um your band hopefully getting tickets to the tour hopefully going to get the album and suddenly as december falls are tattooed all over their body and they absolutely adore you but um what i do do is i ask every guest that comes on to choose the last piece of music that's played so it can be any band any song but a song that means a lot to you so after today's interview is all edited and the world's ready to listen you get the choice of the song. So I think I've done over 275 episodes now. Each guest has chose a different piece of music. But what's a song? And I know it's hard because there might be a thousand songs at the moment in your head. But what's a song that you adore that you would love that comes to your heart and your head when I ask the question before any other? Um, okay, I'm going... I'm going to go with Paramore, Idol Worship. What a song. Yeah, I'm a big, big fan of that song. I just... I massively relate to it. I just think it's awesome. I love that track so much. It's one where 
you say that and people are like obviously not the dieharders like us but <laughs> where people be like oh what one's that one and then you play it and they're like is this really like one of your favorite pyro songs I'm it's, like, a, it's yeah. a hell of a tune and yeah. um is the reason just because you relate so much to the lyrics is that kind of why it's such an important song to you yeah absolutely it's literally at the top of like all of my playlists pretty much <laughs> all how of it my should playlists. be that's how it should be for everybody uh but no yeah i love i love it just because i yeah i relate to it i listen to those lyrics and i just feel them i like in in my chest like they hurt me a little bit but yes no i that's absolutely the power love of music it. that's why we do it that's why we love it yeah what I'll do is I'll be down to the Birmingham show, um, which it will be, I think it'll be epic. The lineup is so good. Um, is it Lizzie Farrell as well supporting, I remember? Yes, yes. Absolute angel. We love Lizzie. <laughs> so it's like, what an amazing setup. Um, I'm really hoping all the tour goes well. I hope the album release goes well. We'll meet up in Birmingham, we'll grab a drink, and maybe we'll do some more talking, or maybe we'll just sit and talk about Paramore and record it for an hour, but whatever happens. I love that. Right, um, I'm right. <laughs> yes i'm uh i'm really really excited and i really am so happy that download went so well the tent was absolutely rammed and i feel like even though you're a few years into this game i feel like you're just starting to really take off and the momentum's there and i say that with full respect i think the future's huge and i feel like this is a big statement it's now your time of a headline tour biggest dates you've ever done new album great tour support like it feels like everything's in the right place oh yeah honestly thank you so much I've, I've literally been saying this for the last couple of weeks even though this is our third album it feels like a debut album like it's, and, and the fact you said that every song could be a single like that's that's yeah. not arrogant that's not big-headed that's confidence that's how it should be i love albums where every song's a banger and you're not skipping a track and going oh this is filler like You've put everything into it, so the results are there that every song you're very proud of, and that's how it should be. Yeah, no, honestly, I love this album so much. Like, I'm not really one for... I don't really listen to us, but this album, I will say, I have listened to it a couple of times because I just, I'm just in love with it. I love it so much. Like, it's something we have... We have put our heart and soul into this album, and I'm so, I'm so proud of it. It feels like... It feels like we've matured, but we've just finalized our sound we've got it we've got it to a t now for this one beautiful well thank you for your time it's been great to meet you today um i look forward to the tour and yeah just keep doing what you're doing because it's working beautifully thank you so much yeah i will see you in november so there it is there's my interview with me and bethany what a band what an amazing woman what an amazing interview i absolutely love her i love the band and yes you can probably tell we really love paramore but that was a lot of fun and it feels really good to be back. I can't wait for the next few weeks ahead because there's so many interviews that I've recorded and there's going to be so much coming out with a whole range of guests. I've also seen a few comments on Twitter and Facebook and a few emails I've got saying we want some more people from the movie industry. With the strikes it's not easy so I've got to say that now. But as things have been going on I don't ignore you. I've done some research. I've gone out there. I've made some calls. And I can tell you that there will be some people within the film industry on the next few episodes, so fear not. But what I do want to say now, if you've enjoyed today's episode, please share it. This costs you absolutely nothing to do. It's really simple. You can go on markandme.com and on there there's Facebook, Twitter and Instagram links. 
And all I ask in return for these free episodes is to go out there and just hit that share button. It costs you nothing. But if you do want to spend some money, it really goes a long way in Mark and Me. You can sign up on Patreon. For as little as £1 a month, you get exclusive episodes each and every month. That's only available to people that support me on Patreon and they're called The Lost Tapes. You also get a welcome pack which includes badges, stickers and so much more, a monthly newsletter and I'll also do all I ever can to keep you guys updated with exclusive stuff. And if you ever have any ideas or anything you want, please let me know. I have an email, I open all my Twitter DMs, I open all my Facebook comments and messages. So if you want to get in touch, it's always good to hear from you. I'll be back in only a few days time with another brand new episode. So until then, look after yourself. Go and listen to As December Falls. Take care and I'll speak to you all very soon. Escape